we were talking about this during the uh, news break. Jeremy R. Judson joins us. And I asked you if you knew about that song. Did you know the mm-hmm. song, The 57 Channels and Nothing On? I had heard it. I'd heard it as a statement before, yes. but not that it was a Springsteen song. Bruce Springsteen, 1992. 92. Which would be my first full year at NW. Oh. But I'm thinking back to television, then you had the broadcast channels. And then you had a few specialty channels, but the right. majority of the specialty, specialty channels that we have today weren't on TV at that point, mm-hmm. I don't think, in Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, and nobody ever thought about streaming or no, could no envision No, video that. on demand. The only videos you had on demand <laughs> were VHS tapes. But now, of course, I mean, flash forward to 2023, it's uh, VOD or VOD, I guess is how they say it in the industry, which is what I learned today. Yeah. Um, VOD is, is everywhere. It's, it's, you know, you stream. You I don't remember the last time that I watched a show that was scheduled at a time. It might have been an awards show. The la- I think I watched the Juno's the on time. TV, exactly. Yes. But that's it. And uh and it was weird to circumnavigate without cable. But um, I talked to Christina Summers. She is the country manager for Roku Canada, and they do this big survey called VOD Evolution every year. They did it in July. So they, they get a sense of where the industry's at. Exactly. And what our habits are, more importantly. Exactly, and what our habits are. And it even goes into not just our streaming habits, but what TV streamers are buying, what TV streamers have plans to do. Um, so I asked her about how Canadians are sort of interacting with streaming in this new era. TV streaming is continuing to grow. 75% of surveyed Canadian internet users are now TV streamers, so more than three quarters of the population. And one of the things that they're investing heavily from a time perspective is in ad-supported video on demand. And so what this is, is free content in return for light advertising. That's something, too, that I noticed, but yeah, in like the last year or two, is that uh, streaming services offering like a cost-effective tier where then you are um, seeing advertisements. And one of the other terms that our our team is kind of coining and and trying to make it a little easier for people to wrap their heads around this is what we call FlexiVod. So this is defined as people who are looking to consider changing their VOD services in the next 12 months. It used to be very easy where you had subscription services, so you paid X amount for channel one, you paid X amount for channel two, and Mm -hmm. things like that. And a lot of these big players are starting to introduce these ad-supported tiers as well. Each channel partner is providing choice to consumers so that they can reach all TV streamers regardless of the type of model that they're looking for. It's good that you brought up choice because I would also this is the thing that stuck out to me the most is the paradox of choice and how that influences our behavior even before we watch a show. Canadians who are streaming their media they they're they're taking a while sometimes on average to find what to watch isn't that right? Yes. That's absolutely right. I'd be curious to know, um, do you have an idea of how much time you probably take when you're making your choices? I am for sure above average, I think. I think it takes me a really long time to land on something to watch, but I feel like I'm in good company, right? One of the things that we found with the study is there's differences at different age brackets, and there is certainly a difference as well. If you know what you're watching, it doesn't even really enter the equation. Totally. you've been waiting or a certain movie or show or something, you're going in and you're going into your channel of choice and you're just starting to consume that content. But for those of us who don't have a decision, it takes an average of 13 minutes. That's like a quarter of an hour. For them to to just decide what they're going to watch. We found that younger streamers take uh, a little bit more time. They can take upwards of about 18 minutes on average if you're looking at adults 18 to 24. Oh my goodness. And then for the older generations, um, surprisingly, they're more decisive, I guess, than the rest of us. They uh, take an average 
average of nine minutes. So we do oh. see differences between the two age brackets. I know you probably can't say all that much in terms of predicting the future from this research, but I'm interested in the future of cable. Is it going to go anywhere or is it going to stay, do you think? Well, what I, what I can say is what the research tells us and which we have been seeing unfold is linear cable and satellite isn't going away tomorrow, but we are see, seeing a decline. So the research told us that 24% of Canadians plan to cancel or downgrade their cable or satellite package. Um, That's up from the previous years. So what we're seeing is that we're seeing a continued decline. And then the reverse of that is that we're seeing a continued increase in TV streamers and the amount of time that's being spent within TV streaming and the content that's available. So it's the new cable, basically, is what streaming is. Yeah, just exactly. It's just when we want to watch, uh, which I don't think would surprise everybody, but I think you realize how much of our evenings now are focused on streaming rather than traditional broadcast television. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting uh, in, in, in your conversation there, 13 minutes on average so for, for folks to choose what they want to watch on a streaming service. Yes. I can tell you my family that we drive that average up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just <laughs> we, get, we get all of us together. It is so hard to choose what you want to watch. How long does it take you generally? Um, I think I might fall more into the 18, 20 minutes camp if we're not actively watching okay. something. Yeah. 28 minutes was like the longest on average time spent when you're undecided. Um, and then, yeah, I... I and not- you're not one of those folks that says, I want to watch a drama. You could be watching a drama or you could say, no, yes. I want to go to animation. Oh, yes. I want to go to a documentary. Garbage uh, reality television garbage. is my is my thing. Hey, That's my favorite to watch on go. streaming. Stephen, uh, or producer Stephen Chang, uh, how long does it take you to decide generally to, what you want to watch on streaming? Um, <clears throat> I'm thinking around maybe like 15 minutes if I'm like on okay. my own. Because I would usually switch between programs. So let's say, for example, I'm watching like a Star Wars show, but maybe I get bored. Then I would switch to stand-up comedy. Then I get bored. Then go to a cartoon and I get bored and so on and so forth. Uh, it really depends on the day. It also depends on my mood. I would say my average would be about 15 minutes. So, but when you're watching like, in, in, let's just say you find something in yeah. a span of half an hour how many different types of genres are you watching based on your short attention span uh, <laughs> i'm curious i want to say about four my average wow. is four my average is four it also depends on um if i can hear the program that i'm that, that i'm watching because yeah. depends how loud i'm chewing right so <laughs> let's not go there ryan what about you i know you're a sports fan as well but how long does it take you to finally uh, prob- decide what to i watch? would say probably more than everyone here it's a good 20 30 sometimes 40 minutes um, like so, for me, I'll check Netflix. I don't see anything. I'll go to Amazon. I don't see anything. I will. I'll, I'll go to Crave. I'll go to Apple. I'll go to YouTube, and I, I do watch a lot of YouTube. And for me, it's a lot of like I'll watch one video. I'll watch three minutes of a fifteen-minute video, then I'll flip to a different one, and it's just a whole bunch of surfing that, back and forth. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. My son does this, and I, you get a nice big screen TV. And he watches YouTube on yeah, TV. Yeah, why are you hating on it? That's what it's I for. I don't get it. No, I don't no. see a problem Man, with that. Yeah, great... more more video per screen. I think it's awesome. I think YouTube on the TV rules, actually. I, I just, I don't get that. It's just, it's Old guys yelling. Jazz. Yeah, I'm okay with that. It's just guys yelling on, on the camera, playing video <laughs> games. And I go, how is this entertaining? Can you please shut that off? Have breakfast. Thank you very much. I don't want to be watching that. Yes, I sound like get off my lawn, Jazz. And I'm okay <laughs> with that because YouTube is, is for your phone, maybe your computer, but leave the big screen. Just TV for... Real cinema, you know, content. <laughs> Maybe Real you should try cinema. sometime, Jazz. Maybe yeah. you should try it. Oh, I can't. So they, just sit for 30 minutes in front of YouTube and just put on some I, random I streaming tried video. And it doesn't work for me, guys. It just doesn't, especially you got these streamers on Twitch or whatever yelling and I don't know. But uh, hey, Jazz, you can stream Question Period live on YouTube. You so. really yeah, can. Hey. Not, not on your TV, and there you go. Just watch Question Period with a bag of popcorn. I would not watch Question Period. <laughs> 
period on that. We just have Richard Zussman coming on. Thank you very much. All right, Jerry, thank you so much. Thank you. Jerry Mary Judson, Ryan Lee Hall, and Stephen Chang.